Thank you for joining the Not Now But Right Now. This is Connell, and it's a pleasure to be back with you all on this beautiful, cold Saturday evening down here in Central Florida. And I'm going to speak to you all a little bit about prayer this evening and, and how to pray and the benefits that you will reap when it does come to prayer. Uh, this won't be a long segment. I'm going to just get straight to the topic and we'll dive in and uh, just explore some things when it comes down to prayer. Uh, of course, we're going to begin this with the prayer. Uh, and as I begin, I just want to wish you all a happy and a blessed weekend. I feel you're out on your jobs. If you're driving now, if you're amongst your family and you listen to these recordings and you listen to these podcasts and they they leave a, a message to, in, your, in your spirit, in your heart, in your soul, that it's something that you can leave off with and share and practice these principles and know where you stand uh, when it comes to your Lord God and, and, and our Savior and giving our life to him and worshiping is a sacrifice and as a thank you for getting us to where we are now when we could have stayed lost. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and pray. Father, God, in the name of Jesus, not only do I thank you for this day, but I thank you for allowing me to be here to speak amongst your people, Father. We are indeed your children, Father, and we're here to serve. We're here to worship we're here to give terribly with our hearts, Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the bread that you have prepared for us, O oh Father. The bread being your word, a true testimony of how you used men to rectify and reunify and come together, Father, so that we may share this covenant that you laid before us, my God that we may give you the same honor and the same respect and the glory and the praise for us to be right where we are, as we are, Father. We thank you. We nothing more than thank you, and we're grateful for you. May you continue to allow your works and your scripture that's forever being written to live within us, and that we may prove that we're worthy to walk into the kingdom of heaven with our souls hearts, minds, and body intact, my Father. Thank you. Amen. What is prayer and how to pray? What's it for? Where prayer works? Sometimes uh, my prayer seems to be answered. Sometimes my prayer does not seem to be answered. Sometimes it seems that God has just went AWOL on our prayers and we're yet here to suffer. So let's uh, speak on that. When you pray, I believe that you pray with sincerity. You pray with the self-reassurance that the thing that you're very well asking for, and not only that it, it, it's tangibles, it's not only that you're asking God to get me out of this situation just so you can get into another situation, and it's not just uh, so tangibles where you're asking for a house or a car, and you're asking for these material things that's not going to do well within your prayer. You just have another responsibility that can be replaced at any given time. So how to pray? When you pray to the Father, when you pray to your Lord God and your Savior, Jesus Christ, you pray with conviction. You pray 
with a connection. You pray releasing all of your problems, all of your sorrows, everything that you're living with that's in peril. You bring it before your God. For the Father already know what you're in need of. For the Father already know what it is that you're going through. But you mean to tell me you pray to me, but you make me the afterthought and not the first thought. You pray to me only when you're, you are in times of suffering. Where you, it seems like you're not getting very well much in life, and, and, and then you come to me. Come to me as you are. Have a sincere prayer. The things that we don't speak about, Father, forgive me for thinking that I know as much when I don't. Father, forgive me for my lack in prayer. Forgive me for praying to you and asking you for things when I still judge out of my heart and maybe not out of my mouth. Father, help me to keep my mouth shut at times when I know I don't need to speak. I need to say less and listen more. I thank you, Father, for what you have given me as I already have plenty. I have family. I have friends. I have this country where I can be able to worship you and glorify you. And I'm able to spread your message. And I have children that I can take care of and that I'm thankful that they're here with me in their lives. And we have this house and we have this family and we go through our problems. Father, I thank you. I mean, when you actually think about it, my God, what else do we need? What else is it that we need? I, I, I thank you. This could have been a lot worse. I could have not have my limbs. I cannot see. We don't appreciate being healthy un, un, until we're sick. I thank you for my eyes. I thank you for my hands. I thank you for my voice. I thank you for an ear. I can learn something. I can listen to something. I can become something. I can take what you've given me and multiply it. Father, I don't need the house. I need to take what I have in my bedroom and I need to multiply that first. And that'll lead me to my house. I thank you. And I praise you. That's where prayer is. That's what's that's showing the Lord that not only are you praying, but you're praying and you're moving. You're, you're, you're praying with faith. You're, you're praying with conviction. You're, you're praying with progress. You're praying with the expectations that the thing that you're praying for is not that something that you're just asking the Lord God to give you, but you're bringing everything before him with the clear and a conscious mind, with the self-reassurance that as long as you bring it before the Lord, although he already knows that you're confessing things. It's a confession. It's a conversation. It's a dialogue between you and your father as your father come to you the way he comes to you. Everyone has their, although God is this unique God, and, and I'll make this clear because sometimes we see God as, I don't, I don't know. I don't know sometimes how we see God. You may see God as someone who is just controlling the things that goes on in your life. And when thing goes wrong, he comes in and correct it to show you certain things, which are also not wrong. And then there's uh, the other way you see God where everything seems to work out for somebody who doesn't pray to the father and everything they seem to get everything they want while it seems like we're just stuck in last place there's a significant difference which are not wrong although god can bless this person this way with what they have god can bless you in this way with what you have i just appreciate god for opening up my eyes to the things of what i have now that i can be grateful and show appreciation to god for god uh, for not blessing me and, and hear me cl uh, clearly on this for not blessing me with something that I'm only going to later on mismanage. I, I haven't had the humility. I haven't had the discipline to work with the things that he's already given me. Don't you think it would be a little, 
father, and I mean this in the most humble and honorable way, don't you think it would be a little selfish for the father to give you something that you haven't worked for or to give you something because you're going to mismanage it and you're going to lose it? You want a great woman and you want a great man and you, you want a great job. You, you want this bank account and you want the diamonds and you want the glitz and the glamour. And, and only to lose it all, only to go broke in a short period of time. And then you kind of wish that you haven't came up on that investment that you came on. You thought you was hitting it off right, but now look what you have to show for it. And now you're living in your mind like, man, like I should have did this. I should now, now it's that sense of regret. No, it's just a sign of now the father, the father revealing to you that now you're becoming conscious of your current state. That if you bring it before him, even if it's after, because yet yeah, we still have a God that's loving. We still have a God that's forgiving. We still have a God that's graceful and merciful. So I'm not saying that if you go through something and then you come back and then pray to the Father after you went in, in your mess, that, that, that God is not going to forgive you and acknowledge. No, but there is discipline in God. There is times of test and these assignments that it's meant for you to acknowledge. And if you don't, there's this perpetual, perpetual loop that goes on forever in your life that can last 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years until you finally get it. And once you have that touch from God, the tap on your shoulder, you turn around and you, oh, you was talking to me, Lord. Yes, I need you. I need you. I need you. Don't you think that you don't, wouldn't you, you have a God that, that, that wants you. You have a God that wants to put you to work, that wants to make you feel good. And that's the joy. That's the sacrifice. But you have to determine, is the sacrifice worth it? And that, that, that's where prayer and faith and, and guidance comes from and, and, and wisdom. Wisdom, sorry. But you have to put the request into action. Put the request into action. So let me step back a little bit because I did say quite a lot. So when I say put the request into action, Father, I thank you for this day, Father. I, I, there's there, I do want to get out of this house, Father, and I, I, I'm, I'm ready to have this house that I, I, I desire, Father. I worked hard. I saved my money. I have the money to get it, and, and I'm ready to move in, and I'm ready to go and to get the ball rolling, Father. Just continue to bless me and direct me as I get this house. Amen. Versus a prayer that says, God, I come before you now as I am. Direct me, O Lord, on where it is that you see fit for me, Father. Father, you wouldn't put more things on me than I can bear. Help me not to mismanage the things that you're leading me into. Prepare me, Father, for the, the, the discipline. Father, give me the awareness, my Lord, that I may treat the things you gave me with honor and that I may not become of it. Father, bless me with this house, Father. Rest this prayer, my mind and soul. In your name I pray, amen. Same prayer, different connection. I didn't just go to my God praying for a house, yet I went to my God for instructions. You're a student. He can use you. Yes, I threw in a request, but I also asked for instructions as I work my request. So it's just a way of how to pray. It doesn't, doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that there's an awareness now. Ah, let me try it this way. 
I know some of us, we don't like to be critiqued. We like to know that we do things our own way and that it works for us. And God knows that about us because we only who we are some of the time. God is who he is all the time. We can change. Our moods change. Our shifts change. Our conversation with people's change. We're very moody. We're very iffy. We're very shifty. We, 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 we're unpredictable, unorthodox, abnormal. But you have a God that's structured. And when you come to him with structure, he can use you. A couple more things and I'm going to wrap up the, uh, this segment, guys. And I appreciate you all for letting me really kind of hit on some key points that may be an enlightenment to how you, you pray before the Father. I, I, I think it shows that, that you're appreciative and that you, you know, Lord, I, I thank you for what I have now. That's all it is. I thank you want what I have now. And, and forgive me for coming to you incorrectly, Lord. I want to pray to you. You're my friend. You're my friend. You're my dad. You're my brother. I can come to you. you I mean, I talk to God like we're bros sometimes. I talk to God like we're I feel where you're coming from, Lord. I feel you. I feel you. I'm with you. Amen. On the other hand, your prayers, also from a humble perspective, doesn't have to be so extended. Give God a simple thank you throughout the day. Lord, I thank you. Thank you, God. I praise you. And that's a, that, that can sometimes be just enough for you to get into the spirit and know that the Lord is with you. This is a reminder that you didn't forget about me. You kept me on your agenda. And if I was to level it down to us people, sometimes we, we, we forget about each other. We, you may not call me sometimes. You may not text me sometimes. But just a simple, hey, br- hey, sister, I love you. Hey, brother, I love you. Hey, mom, mom, dad, I love you. you. You have a good day. I thought about you today. I hope you all are good. I'm going to kick it with you all this weekend. It shows that you thought about me today. To your husband or to your, your wife, your spouse, your significant other, your boyfriend, girlfriend, it's always, a, even from a man's perspective, from my perspective, it's always great to say, hey, I got this thank you message from my, from my lady. You know, it makes me feel good to say, okay, she, she thought about me today. Your significant other, your husband, your, your, your wife, rather, it's, uh, it's good to get a text message. And vice versa. It shows thought that you cared and that you carried them throughout the day. And it puts a smile on their hearts. But imagine when you don't send your better half a thank you or an acknowledgement that you were with them. You feel a bit shallow. Like, why'd you forget about me? You don't talk to me like you used to. You abandoned me. Well, then, how do you think the Lord Father, God, should feel? But yet he doesn't. But possibly he does. Which is why sometimes we have to run into our, our, our own ruts sometimes. I'm just thankful that God kept me in the midst of my rut. And I'm sure you all thank God for keeping you in the midst of your rut. So Lord, lead me through the things that I desire. May I have patience and strategy and, and an understanding that whatever it is that I'm chasing after is already being fulfilled. I don't want to pray to you, Lord, after the fact. I don't want to pray to you after I have sin and I need you to get me out of this immediate situation urgently. It's not how our Lord God works. Not just to get you out of a problem just so you can fall right back into that perpetual loop. So let us be earnest. Let us be honest. 
not at our convenience, but let's just practice praying and doing things at our Lord God's convenience. I wrote a summary here, and uh, I'm going to just talk about it just a little bit of something that I wrote about how to pray. And these are just a couple examples. I'm flipping through pages now. Um, a couple of pages of uh, how to pray before our Lord. And this just came to me, and I just took them down as they came. And it goes like this. Forgive me for my unsolicited thoughts and opinions. Let what I speak be of truth and not speculations. Soften my heart, O Lord. Rid this aggression from my heart so that I not blame my past, but forgive my past. Allow me to take ownership for the mistakes and my part taking. Humble me, O Lord, for I know not. I need not to prove who I am for others. Yet I represent you as a servant and a son to be. Dear Lord, reveal to me who I really am and allow direction to be shown that I may get in the region of your divine will and to be all that you created me to be. Lord, allow me to be merciful of what I say. Help me keep my mouth closed and speak only when necessary. Father, you know my pitfalls, my weaknesses, my heart, mind and soul. For you only deliver to the proportion of how I think, what I believe, who and what I learn, and what I respond to. O Lord, how I show how well of an image I may live, but as you know, my heart know that I'm empty, unhappy, unfulfilled. For I have everything, yet I have nothing. And that's in the aspect of insecurity. I put that in parenthesis. Dear God, grant me the confidence to step into my destiny, to fulfill my destiny in your will, not for words, not for approval, but for validity and truth. Bless this house, my father. Bless this marriage, this covenant, this congregation, this august body of believers. Allow us to give in to you, for you are truth, and at your time, and on your own accord, you shall move. Amen. Thank you for joining the Not Number Right Now segment. Again, this was an awesome, awesome message. And I hope this leaves something in your heart that you can present to others and that you can learn, again, these principles and start putting things into practice. It may not be perfect, but it'll come to you your own way. And these are just some principles that worked out for myself so that I can become the man that's before you and continue daily to remember who I was and who I was before and where I am now and who's the gentleman that I'm really trying to be. So again, I thank you. You all have a great night. Be safe. If it's morning time and you all are listening to this, have a great morning. I wish you all an awesome February. God bless. Until next time.